Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 11, a meditation into the heart of Christ. This chapter is a meditation into the heart of Christ. Beautiful. And we continue with le- uh, Section 2. Here is the place of certainty, power, and fulfillment. And we're continuing paragraph 15, where Jeshua is saying this prayer, remain with me here. I am loved, I am loving, and I am lovable forever. This is the truth that sets me free. I am that I am. My awareness knows no limitation, and all worlds arise within me. I am that mind, with a capital M, present in all beings when they descend the stairway and embrace the truth that alone is true always. Here is perfect peace. Here is the recognition that nothing is lacking. Here is the embrace of the fulfillment of the love I have sought in all the wrong places. Here alone do I abide. Here alone do I remain. I am that one existing before all worlds. This alone is the truth about me. These words are not mine. They are ours. And we share in them equally. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable forever. I am that I am. So Jeshua just giving us this beautiful prayer in a way. And sometimes our brain, our logic, our personal mind thinking, sometimes these feel just like words. They feel so far removed from our daily experience. And that's okay. And we can come to them with an open, with an openness, with an open mind. We can say this prayer. We can, again, if you're reading and you're like me, What I like to do is record this so I can close my eyes and I can listen to the words and feel into them. If I have to keep opening my eyes to to read something, it's a little distracting. So maybe you can record yourself reading this and listen to it every day, once a day when you wake up or you go to sleep or whenever. Or you can listen to my recording. But Jeshua is giving us this prayer and It's not about the specific words because words are symbols of symbols. It's about the the energy, the vibration of this prayer that really is the only thing that matters. And this prayer is, my experience of it is, is, it's a doorway. It's It's a threshold. It's an invitation from moving from the personal to the impersonal, the universal, the source, the one. The personal, me, myself, you know, Jason, this little body, whatever it is that I think I am that's separate, it's the ego mind. And it's an invitation into the the oneness, the, the Christ mind with a capital M, the mind of God, the consciousness of the universe, the universal consciousness. Because when you read this from the personal mind, it doesn't make any sense. I am that I am. What the heck does that even mean? <laughs> my awareness knows no limitation and all worlds arise within me. What the heck does that mean? That's not my experience in the world. 
I am that mind present in all beings. What? I'm not the mind of other people, right? This is, but this is a prayer inviting us into opening up to and allowing our personal identity, the small self, the ego self, to to seed, to surrender, to give way to the universal mind. That's why in the Bible, when Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, he's not talking about him, the personality. He's, he's in the Christ consciousness. He's in the God consciousness. He is the I am, that I am. So it is God, the universe, the consciousness speaking through this man known as Yeshua, as Jeshua, as Jesus. And these things and more shall you do. So when you get out of the way, as you surrender your being to God, to source, to life, to use you, that where you become in union with life with a capital L, you are also God speaking, God expressing through and as you. This is what the message is. This is not blasphemy. This is reality. It's actually it's blasphemy in a way to, to deny what you are. You are an emanation. You are a creation. You are a wave in the cosmic ocean of love. You're a part of it, imbued, made in the image and likeness of your creator, imbued with the same qualities of the source, loving, consciousness, intelligence, the power to choose, the power to create. Here alone do I abide. Here alone do I remain. And Jeshua says, these words are not mine. They're not special to me. They are ours in italics, and we share in them equally. He's always saying, we are the same. It just appears that I'm further ahead of you, but we are the same in essence. You have just forgotten who you are. You just have basically like temporary amnesia. You're just so hyper-focused on the tiny mad idea of this ego thing. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable forever. I know I've been repeating this a lot since we started reading, you know, doing this part of the podcast. Every day I'm meditating on that. And Jeshua continues, out of the depth of that perfect silence and the remembrance of that perfect knowledge, there comes the impulse of a loving thought. There comes, you don't force it, you don't make it. It arises from the depth of the stillness. If you're willing to be still, if you're willing to slow down, This is death to the ego. So there's a part of us that does not want to slow down, does not want to be still, does not want to give up the reins. We like the idea of surrender, spiritual surrender. Sounds great, God, take my life. But when it actually comes to it, uh, I don't really trust it that much. What the heck is God even? Some invisible force that I can't see, smell, taste, or touch? Nah, thanks. I like the idea, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna continue driving the ship here. I trust myself more than I trust the, the universe. That's how it can feel sometimes. But when we're willing to settle into the depth of that perfect silence, 
There's an impulse of a loving thought. And here it is. Jeshua says, take me with a capital M, take me into form, take me into space and time, reveal me to the world. This is God wanting to be as you are, wanting to express itself through you. Take me, take love into form. Take me, take love into space and time. It comes here through you. You are the instrument. If I have a guitar laying on the ground, you don't hear any music. No one's playing the instrument, just sitting there. If I have a flute sitting next to me, I used to play the flute. I was an all-county flutist in uh, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. If I have a flute sitting next to me, it's a beautiful instrument, but if no one's playing it, it's not giving its gift of the music. You are the instrument. Let God, let life, let love enter you and use you, speak through you, act through you. Be in a body through you. Reveal me to the world. Jeshua continues, your life can become, whenever you choose it to be so, merely the process of Christ's incarnation. Relinquish the world even as you walk through it. Surrender it with every breath. Learn to cultivate the depth of this knowing in the midst of all activities in which the body is used as a temporary learning and teaching device. Wow. Your life can become, and I love how Jester says, merely. Like, it's not a big deal. It's simple. It doesn't take any grand gestures, any big rituals, any anything. You don't need to light a candle. You don't need to say a hundred mantras. Merely, your life can become merely because it is what you are. It's nothing special, but it is everything. Your life can become merely the process of Christ's incarnation. Holy crap. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'm in for that. Who else is in for that? If you're listening, you're probably in for that. But you, it's up to you to choose that, to be it, to choose it a thousand, a hundred thousand times a day. Because that's the choice. It's the choice. It's not all of a sudden going to be done to you. It's not all of a sudden going to happen without your choice because you're free. That's the most empowering part of this whole thing. It's a choice that you make. Jeshua's not going to make it for you. He doesn't want to make it for you. That's not freedom. Whenever you choose it to be so, what you decree is so. He's been saying this from the beginning. That's how powerful you are. Whenever you choose it to be so, become, be the process of Christ's incarnation in a body, in time and space, through your lips, through your voice. Relinquish the world. Even as you walk through it, I am in the world, but I am not of the world. You can be in this world, but let it go. Let all the things that you've been taught are important. Status, security, big bank account, a fancy car, a good job. 
a soulmate, a spouse, kids, money, whatever it is, good health, body looking six-pack abs, whatever you've been taught of the world, let it go. Relinquish the world even as you walk through it. Don't deny it, but just see through it. Nothing here is important in and of itself. In the fit, Nothing in the physical is important. It has no inherent value. We think it does. We give it all this importance. It has nothing. And by the way, we're all going to be out of a body soon anyway. Everything in the physical crumbles to dust anyway. The planet Earth will not be here at some point in time anyway. And who cares? Life goes on creating and you go on creating. Nothing in this physical world really matters. It has no inherent value except what you decide it has in the world. So relinquish the world and be in it. It doesn't mean you crap all over. It doesn't mean you have preferences or you have likes. Be in the world, but just see through it. Surrender it with every breath. Learn to cultivate the depth of this knowing in the midst of all the activities. Everything that's had the busyness of the world and everything that's happening in the world, the economy, your work, your kids getting older, your body getting older, whatever's happening in the world, what's happening with the planet, in the midst of all the activities in which the body is used. And the body is used as a temporary learning and teaching device. Amidst all of that, Cultivate the depth of this knowing. Surrender it up. Live your daily life. Be in your daily life. Don't be like, oh, nothing matters. I'm just going to sit in my couch and uh, watch. Oh, my God. I was going to say Jerry Springer. <laughs> watch the Jerry Springer show or watch stream something. I'm just going to say nothing matters. I'm not going to do anything. No, you bring the mattering to it. You bring the love to it. You bring the meaning to it. It's through you. This is why nothing outside of you has any power over you, because you choose. You choose how to see something. If you choose, like Einstein said, again, I, I say the same things over and over again. The most important question you can ask is, do I live in a friendly universe? Because when you say, yes, I live in a friendly universe, then everything that seems to be happening outside of me is really happening for me. And we know that it's really happening from me, from my soul, that I am the creator of everything I experience. I'm not at the mercy of anything random happening out there, even in my own body. My, my experience is my creation. And most of the time we're creating unconsciously, not even knowing what we're creating, but we're being brought into the light, into awareness. We're seeing it. We're taking more ownership through this teaching. Holly freaking Luya. Thank you, Jesus. We continue, Jeshua says, beloved friends, abide with me in this union, regardless of what the eyes of the body show you, regardless of what the ears of the body hear, regardless of the, quote, harmless thoughts that seem to dance across the surface of the brain mind, you abide where I am, informed by that love from which there has been birthed the sun, the moon, and all of the stars of heaven, the planets in their orbits, and all dimensions within our Father's creation. You reside in consciousness, which has no limit, no bound. It's not bound by space and time. 
and everything that exists exists within consciousness. There's nothing greater than consciousness, awareness, the I am that I am. And we are a wave of consciousness in the ocean of consciousness. To the brain, a lot of the stuff does not make sense. But these practices, the slowing down, the breathing, the stillness, the meditation, the willingness, the opening of the heart, the softening, the slowing down, the listening, brings you the experience of it, the undeniable experience. You start, my experience, like you start to see glimmers, like little glimpses, you start to kind of see through the veil, like Neo in the Matrix, you start to see things, see through things to the to the essence, the fabric of life, which is invisible to our eyes, and yet right in front of us, right within us. Abide with me in this union, this oneness. Regardless of what your eyes are showing you, see through it. Regardless of what the ears are hearing, hear through it. And then you see it's all one. Regardless of what the harmless thoughts that seem to dance across the surface of the mind, you abide where I am. Harmless. They can do no harm. Falsehood has no power. Evil has no power. The only power is love. The only power is reality. The only power is truth. You abide where I am, informed by that love. When you are listening and open in a vessel and a channel, and a, you are informed by that love. Capital L, love. God, source, the universe. From which all things, the sun, the moon, the stars, other planets, other dimensions, all dimensions, all of it are within our Father's creation. You hear about 3D, 4D, 5D, up to 12D, all these different dimensions, Ds. It's all within the one. Jeshua continues, you can realize the incarnation of Christ by coming to dwell in the heart of Christ until every step, every word, and every gesture flows from this deep and silent and perfect place until its voice is the only one upon which you act. Amazing. And this might not be your experience right now. That's okay. This might just be nice sounding words and your experience is very unlike this. That's okay. You are exactly where you need to be. You are living your curriculum perfectly. You couldn't mess it up. You couldn't you couldn't do it wrong if you tried because the Holy Spirit uses every choice that we make to constantly give us the opportunity to choose again and to use whatever we have created for a Holy Spirit purpose, for our awakening, everything. You've slid back into addiction out of, you know, you were sober and you went back into addiction. The Holy Spirit is using it as you as as you hear my voice for each choice you get to choose again for each judgment that you have of yourself. You get to choose again to love yourself, to have compassion for yourself, to accept yourself in all of your failings, even accept that you judge yourself. That is love. Love yourself. You can realize the incarnation of Christ. It's what you are. You can realize this. This is not out of your reach. If you are listening to this, if you are reading the book, if you're in the way, mastery is even in your field of awareness. This is available to you. Be patient and loving and encouraging with yourself as you just show up 
and read and meditate and feel and be still and consider this and practice the practices. You can realize the incarnation of Christ as you by coming to dwell in the heart, capital H, heart of Christ until every step you take, every word is informed by spirit, every gesture flows, it flows, it's effortless, it's just the nature of your being. And you're not all of a sudden some different person. It's not gonna feel like, oh my God, like I'm schizophrenic. No, it's gonna feel natural It because it is you. You don't have to become a different person. It is you. Every snowflake looks different. You're allowed to have a different personality as Christ. Not everyone's supposed to be like Jesus or Jeshua, look like him, sound like him, walk like him, talk like him. No, that it's the universe is infinite. Christ as you with love pouring forth, that's it. So when at whatever situation you're in, you can ask, what would Jesus do? And you could ask, what does love look like here? Through me, use me, love. What what what's the most loving thing to say here? How can I how can I be with this person right now? Or maybe the most loving thing is remove yourself from this person's presence, leave the situation. That might be the most loving thing. But you can't hear if you're not listening, if you're not asking. Everything will flow from this deep and silent and perfect place until its voice is the only one upon which you act. That doesn't, what is he, what is he saying here? It doesn't say until its voice is the only one you hear and act on. You might hear the other voice, the voice of fear, the voice of the ego, which I think some people say is the voice of like Satan or the devil, but it's the voice of, of the ego. It's a different voice that you know is not the voice of love. It doesn't mean you might not hear that still. And when I think about like, get behind thee, Satan, it's like, I'm not listening to you. I see you're there. I not there. You're there's a thought of fear. There's a thought of anger. I'm not going to deny that it's there because I'm just denying what is. But I'm going to I'm going to make a different choice. I can see it, and not act on it. Man, if we were every thought that popped into the at the surface level of the mind, there's tons of thoughts, tons of fear, tons of voices. Tons of thoughts just bouncing around like crazy. Now in the depth and the silence, there is only one voice, the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit, which is your true voice. And the more you listen, the more you reside there, that is the voice you will hear. It's the only one you will recognize, you will acknowledge, that you will abide by and act on. Amen to that. And we're all in some part of this journey. We're all in different phases of our own journey. Don't compare your journey to anybody else's. Don't compare it to Jeshua's. Don't compare it to mine. Don't compare it to a, your priest, Gandhi's, Krishna, Buddha, uh, the, your parents. Don't compare it to anybody's journey. You're on your own journey. And you're exactly where you need to be on your journey. How do I know that? Because you're there. If you were supposed to be somewhere different, you would be. So give yourself a little slack. Have some patience. Enjoy the journey. It's the journey home where you never left. So what's the rush anyway? Awesome. We're going to stop here today. Love you guys. We're doing it. We actually don't have much left in lesson 11. Uh, another couple pages. And there's no rush. Thanks for listening. 
if you get value from this podcast, uh, like, subscribe, share it with someone you thought about. Give us a good review if there's a place to give a good review. If there's a place to give a good review, take a minute. If you're on, if you're listening to this through Apple, it would be so helpful. And you're actually serving because if if we show up in the algorithms higher, more people are going to discover us that are searching for this kind of stuff. So if you're listening to this on on Apple iTunes where you can give a review, give us a five star review and just say something about why you like the podcast because something with a comment is always more valuable and interesting to read when you're looking for stuff and looking at reviews. If there's a restaurant with five star reviews but no one wrote any comments, what the heck, why is it five stars? So um, yeah, leave a little comment. Love you guys, we're doing it together. I'm honored to be on the journey with you. If you wanna say hi, send me an email, hello at revelationbreathwork.com and I'll write back and say hello back. Have a great day. See you next time.